I'm Chanel. And I'm CO. And together we are the Energy Goddesses. We are using our journey through healing to inspire, motivate, uplift, and heal. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Energy, Energy Goddesses, Goddesses Podcast. All right. Hey, guys. Um, we are on episode three yeah three so this episode is called green goddess and we are talking about veganism so for you oh (laughs) (laughs) she's overexcited yeah for you for those of you who don't know this is chanel talking i am vegan i've been vegan for probably a year and a half so this episode we're just gonna Kudos, I'm patting myself on the back right now because it's a major change. But we're going to be diving into veganism. All things vegan. Um, Before we start, per usual, we're going to do an inhale in. We don't have a candle for you guys today. No. Um, But we have some crystals that we placed on the table just because... This retrograde, side note, is crazy. We are in a retrograde right now um, until November 1st, I believe. Um, So if emotions are high, if things are going crazy around you, that is why. (laughs) Yes, it's retrograde. (laughs) Blame it on a retrograde. So today I brought two crystals, the black tourmaline, which is protection. um, So negative energy to rid that. A friend of mine, a client, told me about that. And for women or anybody in general, it's important to carry that. Like in your bra, put it in your purse, put it on you. And then I have amethyst, my favorite, which brings in the calmness. It's to settle, calm your mind, bring you some protection as well, but more so to bring that sense of safeness. Um, So let's get started. I'm the interviewer today, Right, I, I'm on the spotlight, you guys. I'm the interviewer today. So jumping right into it, um, before I even ask any of my questions, because now that I think about it, my questions are kind of based on Green Goddess Eats now, oh. but we need to go back to the beginning. So let's just start with where your veganism, like how you began you know, what you did, what inspired you. We touched base a little bit in the previous, probably both episodes, but this episode is all things Chanel, all things green goddess. Um, So let's start there. How did you start? So I, well, we did talk about it probably in episode one, but it was hell. It it wasn't, I'm not going to lie to y'all. It was nothing about the animals. (laughs) It was not about saving the animals. It was about health. It was kind of like do or die. Didn't have an option. Um, so I had first went like, uh, pescatarian and then I went vegetarian for probably a little while. And then I just had been like, you know, I was ready to cut it all out. So I jumped into vegan and it's been curtains ever since. And if y'all don't know, her food is bomb. Yes. And if you are listening, go follow at green goddess eats on Instagram. Yes. So before we even get into Green Goddess Eats, let's go back to your original um, 
vegan eats what now yes because that started just coming from an outsider looking in chanel hit me up one day like you know she wants to start going to vegan places and doing uh vlogging so i went to her at one place that was blackbird pizza pizzeria and we did that and i don't even think you got far with that no it was like probably two or three that was the first video edit edit though, yeah. right that one yeah and then she went to a couple places and it started with vegan eats with nell so let's jump into that like what inspired you from just doing the vlogging until you saying okay you're going to start making food and preparing it because i think that was just a whole i'm going to try it out on a weekend yeah and sell to see what it is <laughs> but we'll have you tell yourself yeah, so originally I had wanted to do a vlog because people would always ask me, where can I eat? Where can I go? Like, what's good vegan food? And I was like, all right, I'm going to try all the places and I'm going to tell y'all. And then, so I had started with like that. And then I'm just like, half of the places, my food is better. And I'm not, I'm humbly speaking right now, but I'm like, why don't I sell my own stuff? And then that's when Vegan Eats With No kind of transitioned from a vlog, which I would still have done if quarantine didn't hit. I still think I will do that, but quarantine hit, so everything was closed. But it had transitioned from me vlogging other people to now me kind of jumping in to the kitchen and being like, and at first it was just on something like, y'all keep asking me, so listen, we gonna show a pop-up menu. And it been like that ever since that was what june i think yeah i think so that yeah because you were already doing it before like the fourth and stuff like that when places started to open up little by little so you went from vegan eats with nail to green goddess eats what inspired the name change so i felt like um i'm the type of person where i like my business to kind of be its separate entity from me i don't so vegan eats was no was kind of stamped like that's me and I wanted it to be its own thing and the name resonated with me because green for me is growth nature you know rejuvenation represents the element of the earth and then goddess is like I feel like my higher self is a goddess like so that's what I kind of like it's an embodiment of what I wanted to show up as so then when I was just thinking and I'm like, Green Goddess? I think I literally text you like, I'm about to name it Green Goddess. <laughs> what do you think? And it just, I kind of took it and ran with it. And then, you know, I got like my logo done and my logo was like so beautiful that it was like, yeah, this is supposed to be it. Definitely a bomb name. And I do remember that text <laughs> message too. And I think I was like, um, you had green goddess eats and I said something like plant-based goddess or yeah. something like that or whatever. It yeah. all went in in the tide when she was saying she was working on the logo. So step by step, literally behind the scenes, I was one of the lucky ones to know. To know. Um, so I'm just, but when it all came together, so it was different talking about it and you telling me and then the logo and mind you, she sent the logo in three different forms. Yeah. Drawing. Yeah. With a little bit of color and then like the finished product. So just to see it all pan out 
and the way your vision came to life was pretty dope. Like yeah. that was very thoughtful and it came. And, you know, honestly, what happened with that is I saw or you posted one of us saw a picture with the girl with the plant. I think I sent it to yeah, you and did. I said, you should do a photo shoot, shoot like, like this because she always has her hair out curly and she wasn't the girl was in white. And then from there, I'm like, all right, yeah, like that all matches. Yeah. The photo shoot, I think you were supposed to do Still but you when didn't I went get to it. Yeah, but you didn't get to it. No. But your logo reflects that photo shoot. It, honestly. it really so, is what it was supposed to right, be. Right, what it was supposed <laughs> to be anyway. Um so we know that uh well, if you don't know, Chanel also has another business, which we could touch on that or will touch on that when we get to the episode on business owning yeah but just background from this what inspired your shift from doing still queening in fashion to even the vlogging because that was its own business in general like yeah. you know people really make money, money off of youtube and they <laughs> yeah. turned that into really cooking and having a business now, which took off instantly. Yeah. So what inspired that? Like in general, just, I know you said people were asking you where right. to go and you were initially vlogging, but what was the inspiration to say, okay, this is not a hobby. This is actually going to be a business yeah. so that your focus shifted. I would say how I felt when I was doing it, 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 it was, I was passionate about it where with, Still Queen is my baby and I love it, but it's more of like a fun, I like fashion, I like to, so it's a fun, like, oh, I put things out and then I don't drop for six months. It's, that's like a hobby where this was like, I felt very passionate about it. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm doing something good. Like, I'm teaching people and it's turned into, like, my clients will tell, some of my customers, they're like, my girls, like, they be hitting me up and everything because, like, you know, I'm helping them and they're asking me questions about veganism and things like that. So just kind of, it's different. I feel like it's a lot more passion behind Green Goddess than it's still, still cleaning. cleaning. I have a question that's probably going to stump your brain a little bit or make you think. So who is the Green Goddess? What does she reflect and represent? So when you thought about, we know the reason why you changed from Vegan Eats With Now uh -huh. to the Green Goddess, and you kind of explained. But when you're saying you see your higher self as a goddess and you know the green representing everything that you said, if someone was to ask you, who is she? And you have to describe, let's just say, your alter ego. That's what I'm going to call it. Or no, not alter, because sometimes that's the opposite. So if this is the higher version, most healed version as yourself, how would you explain that? Who she is, what she reflects, and what she represents? Oh, damn. <laughs> Why are you getting all deep on me? People want to um, know. The people ask. The people I ask. You ask. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Well, she... So I did like a um angel card reading a while back and they kept telling me like she kept telling me like in the future she saw like emerald green uh, aura and that's like a um I'm trying to remember what 
this lady said, sorry to that lady because she was really good, but <laughs> what she said Emerald Green was, but now I'm lost. Hold on. It was the, she was telling me that in the, like in the future, she saw me with the Emerald Green aura and that was before I even, it was still Vegan Eats with Nell at that point, but I'm going to tell you, when I, uh, sorry guys, give me a second. Because she done stumped me. That's a good question, you guys. That is. A very good question. Well, we are coming up on our little break. So. Give me time. We're going to take a little second and be right back. Um, just a refresher. The question was, who is the green goddess? What does she reflect? And what does she represent? So once we come right back, Chanel is going to answer that. All right, guys. We are back. So, uh, the question that we had asked, well, I had, the people had asked <laughs> Chanel, uh, was, who is the green goddess? What does she reflect and represent? Okay. So, y'all, she done made me, I had to think about it, write it in my notes. I'm going to say the green goddess, she is someone who radiates calmness and knows exactly who she is um i would say she has great healing energies and spreads love and joy through food because food is healing yeah that, that was a really good one and that's something i definitely need to think more on I'm so glad I thought of this. Yeah, that was that was a good question, y'all. That's all right, because I'm going to get her back, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next question, um, when you did your first vegan like weekend pickup, did you think that it would become this? So what were your initial thoughts going in? Like, okay, I'm going to do this on a weekend. What were your expectations? And now here we are months later, and it's a full boom business going back and reflect what are your thoughts now so kind of like the before and after no i did not think it was going i didn't think because with my first business experience it was a lot harder um the the first pickup that i had and then to now is like it's it's crazy and i said it i think i said it on my business page green goddess like maybe a week ago like this was literally four months of hard work, dedication, passion, not worrying what anybody else was doing. Like I was literally competing against myself. So like, I'm like, all right. So that first weekend that I did it, I had like, how I don't even remember however many orders. I'm like, all right, let's see. Cause I'm like, you know, whatever. Maybe it's just a thing people want to try. And then when it started progressing every week and I'm like, oh no, this is something that like, and then when I made $700 in a day, I'm like, oh, this is really something that's literally about to take off right before my eyes quicker than I could even catch up. So now I did. I did not think. Look at me. I'm smiling. <laughs> <laughs> she is, y'all, smiling. It's so now that you reflect, what are your thoughts now? So I know you added um, meal prepping. Yeah. So you do meal prepping now, which was probably... A demand, like in high yeah, demand, people asking. 
So looking back at it now, like, how do you feel? What are you thinking? What are, I mean, not to kiss and tell everything, but you know, what is your next goal? So your first goal was to see how it was. You grinded it out for four months. You saw how that work paid off. What are you geared towards now? Now that you know your capabilities and the capability of the business. I definitely want to take it to the next step. Uh, I don't like to talk before it happens, but I'm definitely manifesting a restaurant because listen, the way this thing is moving, I'm like, what, what else can you do? Like you, you've already done this much with little resources. So imagine what you would do if you had all the resources you needed. Right. Um, you just basically answered my next question. See if I had just shut up. <laughs> Wait. The next question was what else is in store for the green goddess? Um, but you just did. You're manifesting yeah. a restaurant. Uh, do you have any other plans? I've been doing like studying on um, herbal medicine and nutrition and things like that. So I'm hoping that with, I had just have a lot going on right now, but I'm hoping when I don't want to say when I make the time that I can start to implement more healing items per se. I want to say all like, but like herbal teas and juices and things like that, just because it really is food based. But I do want to get into because I've been studying a lot and it's like, I think people have this uh, misconception that vegan is either expensive, white, you just took the words out of literally. the next topic going Oh, really? It. You took literally. Um, unseasoned, mm. unhealthy, because people think, oh, you're missing out on all these things. And, you know, literally I've had people tell me that being vegan isn't healthy. And I'm like, okay, that really, all right, whatever you say. But I think there's a big misconception with veganism. And that's what I'm, and then people are always like, what do you eat, salad? And I'm like, I eat good. I eat great. <laughs> like. Trust me, you would not miss out if you ate what I ate. But I definitely, it's going to be a whole thing. I'm telling you, I'll just be on the lookout. And if you wasn't down when it was happening, don't try to be down when it come up. <laughs> she didn't mean that. I did. <laughs> um, so going back to what you said, like the misconception. So I told you guys before, I'm a vegan at heart. <laughs> I'm a vegan when Chanel and Jade feed me. Yes. Um, when they give me stuff <laughs> and then yes. I say I'm vegan. <laughs> no, but it is, it's a mindset. So in speaking of all this, because it all ties in and just speaking about veganism, um, I know that vegan is good for your diet healing yourself as far as having lupus. Yeah. A lot of the foods have a whole bunch of shit in them. Yeah. Like it's not even the meat per se. Like no. yes, of course, animal meat Shoot, even cereal. is different. But just well, cereal, like yeah. there's so many things Process. that alter and can have an effect on your body for females, menstruation, mm -hmm. fertility, um, menopause yep. diseases for males the food uh could affect your sperm count yeah. there are a lot of things that can happen mentally as yeah. well um we have a friend who has a son son who is autistic and she went vegan and is seeing significant changes, changes. in her son just from the diet um so there's a lot more to veganism yeah what we eat is vital right and I think 
it, it's when you grow up a certain way and you've lived half of, well, I won't, not, I've lived all these years eating a certain way, being taught eating habits because an eating habit is taught. I was being taught certain eating habits and it's really unlearning and relearning everything. And really it's kind of breaking generational curses of disease and being dependent on Western medicine only because there is so much healing in plants. Like plants have so many healing properties and I really didn't even realize until I started getting into like herbal medicine and stuff. And I'm like, what if they notice then why the hell you don't tell me to try this first. So it's really, it's people don't see it as that big of a deal, but it really is breaking, you know, curses and things like that with Western medicine. Definitely. Western medicine is not um, what a lot of people think that it is, if that makes sense. Right. And I'm not saying it's, if you need it, yes, then you should take it for what you need. But there, like a migraine, there are herbs that can help with a migraine. There are things that you can drink. There are things that you can, you can sniff eat. that. Yeah, that'll help with that. Yeah. Just in general. And not only that, modern day and Western medicine, and a lot of people are starting to see that, is not built for chronic illnesses, yeah. which I can, I don't even know the true statistics. You guys could look it up. But right. just for me and just observing from my personal experience with the people around me, people I know, and just society as we know it, I can say that about a good 90% of the health field are chronic illnesses, illnesses yeah. that cannot be quote unquote cured mm -hmm. or that are going to be long lasting, whether you have flares, whether they go into remission or not. There are only a handful of incidents or traumas that are acute. That's right. an easy fix, fix with, you know, modern day and Western medicine will go. If I got a burn and, um, it ended up turning into an infection uh -huh. or I just take for me example, the hair dye. Right. I had to go to the hospital yeah. at that point. I was not educated enough. Right. And, you know, we don't have access here locally and we didn't know what was going on to go to like a medicine healer or All a natural right. healer. Yeah. But in that case, I needed some antibiotics, something quick right. for that infection. But how I cared for myself post to that uh -huh. made a big difference versus giving you an antibiotic putting you on a steroid, then that turn it into something else and treating that, it. Those that. medications are not meant for long-term use. Yeah. They're meant for short-term use and yeah. going vegan um, is definitely good. It's a good cleanse to your body. It is. I told I said, I don't know if it was last episode, but when I first went vegan, I did a two week detox and it literally was a physical and spiritual detox. Like I was going through it those two weeks and I was like, I'm about to quit <laughs> because I didn't know like, I'm de really literally detoxing. Right, right, literally. So it's it's something that I think everybody should try. I'm gonna be proud of my little two months right. that Even I went that I went a week. Right. Even if it's a week, I'm still to the point where, uh, like you're talking about Jade, I told her I'm yeah, I'm gonna do a 30 day raw diet with you. I lasted maybe two and a half weeks. And I was like, that's sad. <laughs> I didn't even get that far. I'm it's like, a I'm mental fried cauliflower. <laughs> That's sad. And you see, you're hearing it from a vegan to another vegan, right? Um, but I felt great. But I, I wanted some fried cauliflower. 
provide cauliflower is very good. Um, I know you said that you took a couple of notes on your paper. So Not what were some of the topics that you covered there? Through every question, I hit every note on my paper. Oh, okay. Literally. So I still have more just because I'm not 100% vegan. So yeah. I'm advocating for you listeners okay. and speaking about this. Um, Bring it on. What was the hardest thing in becoming a vegan and in this transition? Going out to eat. <laughs> it sounds so small, but it's not. Like, I, I don't go out to eat. I rarely go out to eat. Unless it's at a vegan like place to eat. One, just because of cross-contamination. So, you know, you have all these places. First of all, vegan is in high demand right now. So you're going to see a lot of people trying to come in and make money off the business that aren't, may not even be vegan or know what it's like to, like, there's literally people, like my sister will say all the time, you, I could put, I could give you something you'd never even know. Yeah, I would. (laughs) My body would know. But you have people that don't think it's a big deal. So eating out is probably still a challenge. But I'll just eat a salad or fries. You can never go wrong. But because you never know what's going on in the kitchen. Yeah, cross-contamination is a lot of that. And not only that, you were the one who told me simple things as far as honey. Yeah. Because honey is still coming from something, right? And it is a lot. Well, plants are live living things. But it. I I guess I don't. Well, because. They say it depends. Honey is a very controversial topic, but because of the way honey's made with bees, most vegans tend to stay away from it. I mean, I don't use honey. I use, I don't, I just use agave, but. Which is another good substitute. Too. It is. I, and I used to love honey, but I can't even tell the difference, honestly. So that's good. That's a good tip right there. Yeah, a vegan tip if you're in the process of transitioning. Um, let's get into veganism with kids because I know that that is a struggle. Oh, um, so a lot of people, some people do it as a family. Some people, you know, as yourself and being realistic and us being raw. That transition, how are you because Liv is not 100% vegan, uh-huh. what are some of the steps that you are taking, though, to get her there? What are some things you removed? What are some things that you're implementing to make that, to so that she could be a part of your lifestyle right. as well? Yeah, I'm definitely going to fully transition her. But it, I feel like for me, it took time. And she doesn't eat a lot of things. Like, she doesn't eat beef. She doesn't eat... The only thing she eats is these damn chicken nuggets that we can't get rid of. It's just, I don't know. And she'll eat vegan chicken nuggets though, but it's just, you can't, I can't feed her vegan chicken nuggets every night. Right. Um, but she, she eats a lot of fruits and stuff and you know, we're working on the vegetables, but I feel like, um, you have to kind of show your kids, let them cook with you, let them pick out the meals. Cause sometimes when I let her pick out what we're going to make and she helps me cook it, she's a little bit more like, Oh, I want to eat it. And honestly, I'm at the point where, like, how my mom was, if you don't eat it, then you're not hungry. Right. Because honestly, if you're hungry, you're going to eat it. Right. It's just that. And it's a mental thing. It is. And it's like, it was hard for me. So I get, you know, I'm leaning on her because I know, like, it it is a hard transition. But she's never had, like, cow's milk. So the only thing we got to get rid of are those chicken nuggets. (laughs) It's going to be a fight, but we're going to do it. (laughs) And get that out of there. Yeah. It takes a little bit of time. Um. For me, it's a little bit too with Sierra, but same thing, you know, right. switching. We switched from almond milk a long time ago. Right. Um, to, 
uh, regular from regular milk to almond milk. And she doesn't even know the difference. difference. Uh, for the longest time, if it wasn't for my uncle coming over and pointing it out to her, she didn't even know that we had veggie cheese, like vegan cheese. Right. Um, oh, and yeah. It took forever to find a vegan cheese. Of course, there's a little bit of a taste different. But as an adult, um, it... Hold on one second, guys. We are going to see if this is still... Yeah. All right. It's still going. We're still here. Sorry. We're still learning. We're only episode three, but more and more we're going into it. Um, I'm actually going to end that note really quick and come right back to. Well, I'm going to be completely honest. We had a technical glitch, um, but we were talking about the kids and basically saying that the transition comes small. So for me, I switched with almond milk. That's what I transitioned to CC. So when Wick was giving me all this 2% whole milk, I was mm. handing it out to everybody, everybody because I was giving her almond milk. Um, it's hard with family. That's what we were talking yeah. about over the break and outside influences because you can't force it on people. Right. And for us, and I know speaking for myself, I have a lot of family that helped me with Sierra. Yeah. So it's not, it's better to implement a little bit every day and you start changing. So it won't be such a shock. They'll right. be familiar than for you not to at all. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I said it in the segment before, um, but we transitioned to cheese and Cece would have never known if my uncle didn't read it and was like, it's veggie cheese. So this whole time I'm packing this girl's school lunches, send to her because yeah, she loves grilled cheese. That's a she loves turkey with cheese. And then all of a sudden she's like, the cheese tastes weird. I'm no, like, no, you're only saying that <laughs> like, because no. like, no, no, Teal right. told you. And uh -huh. now this is a whole big thing. Right. She's like, no, it kind of tastes bad. So what I started doing now is I bought it again, but I took the wrapper out. Okay. So all it is is just the cheese slices yeah, in there. Like right. <laughs> but with kids, it takes some time and it's mind over matter. And it's implementing the little things. Like yeah. she said, start giving them fruits and veggies. Um, from now and, and let like, them pick like put a plate of different vegetables and fruits and let them pick what they like each week right that was that's really how i did it and, and i learned what know. she liked and what she didn't mm -hmm. like and also you know when you introduce stuff make it fun you know mm -hmm. what i mean sometimes you have to dress it up right. i made squash and i know cc's not really a fan of sweet potatoes mm -hmm. or squash you know all that stuff in that family so I made it. I threw some cinnamon on top. Right. Um, I put a little bit of maple syrup on it and a little bit of um, sugar. A little razzle dazzle. Just a little bit on there. Just a tiny bit. Not a lot. Just enough that where she could taste it at the top. I, the most I used was the cinnamon. Right. The cinnamon and the brown sugar. Because I should say brown sugar. Not right. regular sugar. Brown sugar. Um, so she ate it. And first I put it on her plate. She's like, what is this? And then she tasted it and she's like, oh, it's good. Mm -hmm. So I walked out because I didn't want her to be eating it in my face. And then I came back and she finished the whole thing. And she's like, oh, is there more? So I'm like, all right. She likes squash. Right. Like we found something that she liked. Um, so, yeah, take some time with the kids. Start implementing a little bit at right. a time and definitely give them them fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Uh, the next question that we were discussing was, you know, for all of us outsiders, non-veganers, or people who don't have an issue with transition but don't know how. How do you figure out what foods to use? Oh, yeah, that is where we left off. So, um, well, like I was saying, for me, I'm on a plant-based diet. So I don't eat. I try. I won't say I don't. I try not to eat processed vegan foods because if you're eating a processed vegan diet, it's unhealthy. 
it's not good for you. It's not even good for a regular diet to constantly eat processed food. It's just not. Um, so for me, like if I want fried chicken, like say if I'm really in the mood for something fried, like I'm going to fry an oyster mushroom or I'm going to fry cauliflower. And it's so funny because people that like have come and ordered food from me, they'll be like, what Swindle was saying, she's like, girl, I was fucking that sandwich up. I didn't even know. Like, I thought it was chicken. Like, because it's all about what you season with. And that's really what it is. Like, what you season it with, what you're cooking it with. Um, If I want, like, pool type of chicken, I use jackfruit, like canned jackfruit. I fry canned jackfruit and give it to Olivia's chicken nuggets. Um, That's probably, like, the only walnut meat. That's something, I think that's an acquired type of taste, though. But I like it, like, and for tacos. I make cauliflower tacos. Those shits was rocking. <laughs> they were rocking. Like, you, you really don't know until you just start playing around. It's literally all experimental. Anything I do in the kitchen is just me having ingredients, and I'm like, we're going to make this And try to make it work. It's not, it is, you know, it could be hard. If you're not a fruit or vegetable person, oh, yeah. so you don't know where to go. I'm not going to lie to you guys. She put that oyster on it. Well, first of all, let's start with, it didn't dawn on me, oyster. So when I saw it, I'm thinking it was like a mushroom. I hate both. Honestly, <laughs> I don't like mushrooms. I don't like oyster. And I got it. And this day I was like busy. I was going everywhere. So I'm not going to lie. When it was colder, it was a little bit harder. To yeah. like, that, like when it's fresh and warm, it's a lot better. But I bit into it. And the way that she like seasons, like you said, it's all about the flavor that you put into it. Right. Chanel was always a cooker yeah. prior to this. So when you cook and you have an acquired taste, that's what you expect in everything you eat. Exactly. So when you become a vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, whatever diet you same. choose, you have that acquired taste. So uh -huh. now you have to bring the flavors. You have to bring that acquired taste into this new diet. And right. I can honestly say hands down that that is something that she does because I would have never thought that I would be eating nobody's damn oyster <laughs> and calling it a buffalo. Well, I think I had the honey. Yeah. I don't know if I had the buffalo. Yeah. I think it was honey. I know I love the buffalo cauliflower bites. Yeah. And I now when I go out and one of my close friends too, we went out for her birthday and she was like, you want to order the cauliflower bites? She ordered something. I ordered a cauliflower bites <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm like, they're all right, but it doesn't taste like Chanel. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, they're okay. And, you know, just getting into it, doing right. things. You know, there's so many people out here that are vegan now and they yeah. make it. Like my friend, again, um, it has another friend who's vegan. And she's like, oh, I had vegan pancakes. Yeah. Like, you know, she's ate different things. So it's not that bad. Not no. saying that it's a diet for everyone, no. but it's something to definitely try. try um, at least. I've had vegan cookies before. Like she said, it's not good to have processed stuff a lot oh, and all the time. Right. Right. But that goes for anything. But just trying it, you know, sometimes when you yeah. go, you see it non-GMO, vegan. There are some things to implement and I start have bringing guilty in. pleasures because uh, Whole Foods be taking all my money with those chocolate chip vegan cookies. Listen, I still have guilty pleasures. I got vegan cupcakes for Cece's birthday. Oh, um, and my they children. were like awesome. They were from Whole Foods, as a matter oh, of fact. They were from they were Whole so Foods. Good. Wegmans has vegan cupcakes mm -hmm. sometimes, some, yeah. not all the time, but Whole Foods, Whole Foods you should always get them. Yes, uh, they have vegan stuff there. 
So when it comes to shopping, because that's what you said in the beginning, a lot of people think that it, it's expensive. And that's the first thing that I used to tell you. And you're like, girl, you got to go here. You got to yeah. go there. So for the people out there who are wondering about that, where do you go shopping? What is your roundabout, let's say minimum for a regular meal? What does your grocery bill look like? Right. Like, How do you maneuver? Produce Junction is your friend, literally. Produce Junction, any like produce, like farmers markets, anything like that. That's that's literally where I shop. Uh, I do go to Whole Foods, but that's more for that's like certain things. I don't shop at Whole Foods every day. Um, farmer farmers market and Produce Junction are your friends. I'm telling you now. For me, I would say, well, I budget so monthly I have like I want to say $350 grocery budget and that's like a lot because I don't even spend that much but that's like Olivia snacks that's everything and that's weekly because you do have to when you're buying fresh fruits and vegetables that's a weekly thing I go shopping probably two times a week but if I even Aldi's like no lie people don't even but Aldi's cheap but you definitely, for me, I probably, when I go to Produce Junction, I maybe spend $50. And that's like my fruits and vegetables. $50, that's going to last me for the week until I go to the next week. And then I'm going to $50. So what, that's taking me $200? That's not bad. Compared to, let's take a minute to think and let's reverse back to before you became a vegan. So... You just heard how much she spends for fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, yeah. you know, stuff that will last you for a few days. And this is the mindset that I try to tell myself um, and for people who are thinking, let's just calculate on a regular, even if you're not eating McDonald's, because a lot of people like to say, well, I don't eat McDonald's. I don't eat fast food. I don't like to do this. If you're still buying something out the house or if you're going even to the store and you uh -huh. get a rotisserie chicken, yeah. like, you know, same thing. So let's just add up. At work, on your break time, you get something. At home, family dinner, a damn meal now. At I done ran over. It's almost like ten dollars yes. if you think about it. So if you just think in a night, you say we're going to go to Chick Fil A. We'll use Chick Fil A. Right. You're going to go to Chick Fil A. A family of four, right there. That's like an easy thirty dollars, maybe more, that's, yeah. off the back, just for one night right. of a meal that you're going to be hungry in uh, a couple hours. Right. So with $30 and going to produce, you know, you could get a lot, a lot more. And this is education for all of us. I'm speaking for myself because right. I try to tell myself this when I go yeah. out. Like, all right, so I'm about to spend this, this, and this. I could go home and do the same thing. Exactly. Even if you weren't a vegan, just like she said, transitioning yeah. in general to get used to it. There's, you know, pizzas in a store. Definitely. If you don't want to make your own, like right. some of them gluten-free, some yeah. of them are vegan pizzas. Yeah. I know like the freshetta sometimes or like the Supreme with just right. nothing but vegetables and stuff like that versus you going out and buying a pizza. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's you kind of like practicing and taking the accountability. Accountability. Accountability is what it boiled down to. I know me every month I go to I'm getting better, but I haven't got there yet to where I can honestly say that there's a month where I'm like, damn, I only spent money on groceries and maybe only treated myself once. Right. You know what I mean? Like my my budget is getting a lot better because I try to change that thinking. Like now with the kids being home, virtual school with CC, I'm giving her school from home. Right. So I'm still 
trying to do a little bit better. She loves Caesar salad. Like I said, I'm trying to implement a lot more. Yeah. So I didn't take everything away today. Chicken nuggets. I don't know what it is about these damn Man, chicken nuggets. But I gave her salad with some chicken nuggets. She did have a yogurt because she loves yogurt. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That is a question to ask. Is there a vegan yogurt? Yes. And it's so funny because Olivia loves yogurt. And maybe like six months ago, I transitioned her to vegan yogurt. What's it called? What's it called? It's um so delicious. Again. So delicious. She does not even know the difference. Where and at? Then, uh, they have it. Shoprite. Okay. And that's right there because you know Shoprite don't have enough vegan. They right. suck, but <laughs> they have it. Um, it's really at all of them. And it was funny because my sister ate one and she was like, "That was really good. Like I really liked that." And I was like, "And she's not. My younger sister is not anything vegan. She's not with it. She ain't doing it. She's not trying it." She was like, "Yeah, I just ate one. I didn't even realize." She was like, "It was really good." So I'm like, I give that to Olivia now. She's like, Mom, I want a yogurt. Okay, go ahead. And, and she doesn't even know doesn't the difference. Know. That's the best thing. Yes, it really is. Um, so another question for us non-veganers. What would be, or I should say, after you transitioned, what were some of the differences that you can say for yourself in your body once you've taken out some foods? Or I should say, if you do, somebody try to sneak something in. And I, I do remember there was one time sick. you said you ate something, you got sick, yeah. you think it had dairy in it. it. So once you transitioned, um, what were some of the benefits? Like, what were some of the things you started to notice instantly? Energy. I had no energy before I started to realize my energy really started to peak. Like I had a lot more energy to be able to do things. Um, I struggled bad with um, like acne. Uh, that started and everything is like literally from the inside out. So, you know, I tried a whole bunch of facial things and all these different things. And once I had changed my diet, the acne subsided. <laughs> um, what else was like right away? I would definitely energy, my face, even like things with like my menstrual that were like, I don't want to be all, but from it being going so, it would be like a week to almost two weeks to three days. Um, it's a lot. Like now, I couldn't like before my joints and everything, like my joints are way better now. I saw my days, but nothing like, nothing like before. What is your favorite vegan food? Did I ask that already? I don't know if it got cut off from there. I yeah. apologize if I did. <laughs> was that in the first, was that in the deleted part? Cause I don't know if I asked that in this one. Yeah, you did. I did? Yeah. Oh, it was in the beginning. I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't write that down <laughs> like, yeah, to ask her what we did. Um, so some, if you were to give a person who's not vegan and who wants to transition or somebody who doesn't even know mm -hmm. just about you, about Green Goddess Eats, what is your goal as far as awareness in the community, whether it's within our community, the black community, because being a vegan, not going to lie, um, they've been doing that in Cali. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, the white people have been doing that. Like right. a lot of people have. So for our culture, especially people who like, you know, from the South, Caribbean people, Spanish people, you know, just in general, we're not used to that. So right. for you being a minority and being a vegan, what are some of the, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like 
I guess would say goals like what are you who are you trying to reach or how are you going to try to target our community to make this something to where we can all do it like you know what I mean right. what is your business what is going to set you different from the rest of the businesses to have people coming to you to want to be big <laughs> got it got a business am I trying to get a loan or am I I mean, it's the people are going to want to know. I'm like, trying to convince some people. I would say, honestly, it's to, well, for my business, for Green Goddess Eats, the goal is to show people that there is flavorful tasting vegan food. I, and emphasis on the flavor because a lot of like some of it is kind of unseasoned and it's not you're like what is this but that there is good and that it can mimic things like you know like comfort foods from when because for me I, I like love fried chicken like that I love wings I love fried chicken I love all of it and like that's where the kind of the oyster mushroom sandwich came from because I was trying to find something and even the cauliflower trying to find something that like made me feel like I was like just a comfort satisfied food. your cream right so just to take things that we've you know always eaten and turn it into a vegan version what is the goal really so yeah basically the goal of green goddess eats is to bring you know flavor to vegan and to bring awareness to our community that it, it's it's not as bad as they make it seem. It's not. I promise you. Come get with me. It's not as bad as they make it seem. That's a good thing. You know what? One quick thing that I have before I have my last question. Um, you're also a plant mom too. Yes. So I just curiosity because I find so much uh, stress relief. Mm -hmm. So much relaxation and being still and just not taking things for granted in my plants. Like, yeah, my plants are like my kid, you know, my majestic plant, Zenny. Yeah. Poor Zenny is, she's trying to survive. She's outside. <laughs> she's for Miami weather, but you know, living here. So I, I just learned with that, like in life in general, you know, you love in green, you love in plants, eating plants. Like, yeah. you know, it's food is medicine. Were you a plant person prior to becoming vegan? Or did you learn to appreciate it more in becoming vegan? Like, what did that bring about? Yeah, it was definitely, it definitely went the second way. I, I didn't, I couldn't keep a fucking thing alive if I tried to before going vegan. Um, I ended up, you know, planting a whole garden that thrived throughout the summer. And, and it was really a, it was a crazy experience because I literally grew my own food and that then I started getting more because I didn't have a lot of houseplants at that time. I had a few, but the garden really was like, it, it was a shocker to me that I had grown. I had planted seeds that had turned into things that I took off and cooked in the kitchen. And that's when I started to get more into plants and I started buy, buying a lot of houseplants and they're all doing great. All my babies is, they're doing fine, but and right now I have a fall. I have um, pumpkins and stuff for Olivia that we planted for her birthday. But I definitely learned appreciation for nature in general through veganism. 
What are some of the stuff you had in your garden? Oh. So people could know. Yeah. Uh, my garden was crazy. I'm not even going to lie. This is the first time I ever gardened, and it was like, God was on my side. <laughs> I had, um, so I did a fruit, vegetable, and herb garden. And my fruit garden, I had strawberries. I had cantaloupe. The cantaloupe never blossomed. It, the plant grew very beautifully, but it never, fruit never came from it. Um, what else did I have in it? I had grapes. I had a blueberry tree. I still have it. That's going to last, they said, for like 20 years. Um, and my vegetables, I had zucchini. I had spinach. I had tomatoes. I had peppers. I had eggplant. I had cauliflower, but them damn birds ate it. Um, and then the herbs, I had like lemon balm, parsley. I had lavender, rosemary, probably any herb you could think of. I had a whole, um, what's that called? Palette full of herbs. Mm. So yeah, my garden was kind of crazy. And then we... I had watermelon. Damn, I forget a lot of stuff. And then I had planted Olivia wanted pumpkin. I was waiting for you to mention that. So we were like, I'm like, we're gonna try it, but I don't think and the pumpkin took over the entire backyard. Like I haven't even really been out there because it's like crazy. But it it was definitely an amazing I would say if you've never gardened, definitely try it. It's very therapeutic. It, it's so therapeutic. I didn't really garden. Um well, I planted some mint. And the mint is going takes insane. It takes, takes over. over. Like, it is crazy. So my garden, um, I have a flower bed, but there's rocks in it. So I initially pulled some of the rocks, and I had soil, remember? Mm -hmm. And my dad was like, that looks ghetto. Yeah. Like, all these rocks. And then you got this patch soil. of soil. So I put the rocks over it, and I'm like, all right, not soil. a lot, but let's see. That thing is going through the side of the flower yes. bed now. Like, it's grown through the flower bed. bed. The mint had died. So if you were to see on my personal Instagram, I have a plant highlight so you can see my plants and you can see that the mint started to die. Uh, this is the season, I believe fall is when they really like thrive. Yeah. They love the fall. So it is going crazy. Needless to say though, I didn't want to cut it because I know some plants cut in a certain way, you'll kill it. it. Some are not supposed to be a certain height. So right. now it's growing so much that they have their own roots. Yep. So I can cut that, but I'm like, you know what? it's still surviving, like thriving. Yeah, so I'm not, yeah, I'm going to let it, what you need. yeah, I'm going to let it die, whatever on its own. But the mint is going crazy. So I'm very proud of that. Yeah. I water it, talking to your plants. Okay. Um, that is a good crazy. thing. Like plants are a living thing just like us. So they survive. Um, they love to be spoken to gently, positive affirmations. Yes. They hear everything. They're very sensitive. They're moody. As hell. You move them Dramatic. to a certain place. They don't like to be moved. <laughs> they like to be touched a certain way. Yes. So just in doing that and with the garden, um, well not garden, my mint bed, because I don't have a garden, it just made me feel like, all right, you know, it's inspiring me more. Like to it's a little reminder, a gentle reminder about the foods that I eat. Right. Because mint I take my mint and nothing is more more rewarding than pulling from your own plant garden uh, and using. Crazy. It's a crazy feeling that I was just like, and I was so proud of myself. You did a lot this summer. Yeah. It just would become vegan. Right. Like, like it brought out a lot I'm in you. Gardener. Um, so my very last question on this interview about <laughs> the green goddess and green goddess eats. 
For anyone wanting to transition or who aren't familiar with being vegan, want to do it and you want to take that step, um, what are, we'll go with three. Or we're not even going to put a number it, mm-hmm. number on it. What are some key advice or tips that you would give that you didn't know in your process that now you know? What would you share? Um, so first I would say take your time. Don't rush yourself. Um, take as much time as you need because I was vegetarian for a few months and then I felt like I, first of all, I tried to go vegan cold turkey and I fell flat on my face. So take your time. Second, don't be so hard on yourself. Um, there are times where, like when you said I got sick cause I didn't know because somebody didn't check the ingredients on the back. It's okay. Slip ups happen. It's, it's life. It's bound to happen. You just get back on track. I would say three, be mindful because if honestly, if you're just being mindful and you're thinking, if you're really thinking what's good, what's good for my body, what, what do you need at that moment? Like if I wake up and I'm sad or I'm upset, I drink like a green smoothie. I drink something vibrant. Maybe it's a green smoothie, yellow, like I juice pineapple, something. Just be mindful. Because your food really does relate to how you feel. When you eat colorful things and you, you're you seeing them, like, you're going to feel that. And that's all I got for you guys. <laughs> I probably have way more, but it's on, on the, the spot. spot. It's on the <laughs> spot. But those are three important key factors to really know, guys. Um, always be patient. Always know. Like, take your... Take your time and be patient, but know that it's okay if you slip up, right. just start over and being mindful. Definitely. Everything starts with the mind. Yep. So, um, that is very great. That was this good was learning about <laughs> veganism, um, and just even a plant life in general yeah. and how you turned your way of health into a business ultimately. Yeah. So just to think for somebody who wasn't even vegan, right. you made a business out of it. And then now it's your passion. Like yeah. how you said, you went from one business avenue and that's a hobby to another one that became your passion. And now we're going to be looking out for your restaurant. Um, blessing the community because I have to say the following and so many people from different places and areas, you know, yeah. come in to eat your food, which is very good. Um, yeah. especially in our community, in the black community, it, especially we need that. That's all I see. And I, and it, it like it. Oh my goodness. It lights a fire in me. Right. I love it. Because just think that person's going to tell, tell somebody, person that person's going to tell yes. somebody and it's going to go from there. And that's where it starts. We have to be our own advocates guys. Yeah. So being two people of my in minorities, I should say, um, and you know, just doing this whole holistic healing and right. changing our avenue is just opening the doors to the people around us, mm-hmm. whether they go full throttle like we did, or if they just they take a little bit and they yeah. try it. Um, educate, do your research, yes. learn some new things, try vegan recipe, uh, let them know where they can find you again. Oh, so yeah, I'm, uh, on Instagram, it's at green goddess eats one S and goddess. And then on Facebook, it's green goddess eats. So, you know, and she does her weekend platters. Um, when is the next one? Actually this Saturday. Ooh, I know (laughs) I've been on a little hiatus, but. Yeah, this Saturday. And then usually Sundays are for meal prepping. 
So you guys know where to find her. Hit her up. Yeah. All things vegan. If you have any questions, um, if you are vegan and you have some suggestions, let me let know. us know. Uh, we have our Instagram page up and running yes. in full effect. The green, the green goddess <laughs> at the energy, energy goddesses, goddesses podcast on Instagram. Drop so you guys can go follow us. Um, we actually have a tab up there looking for suggestions. We're going to yeah. keep putting it up. So if you're listening to this episode or when you listen to this episode, you have any questions, please let us know. Reach out. And we are out of here. We're finished. So as always, uh, we are going to end with affirmations that resonate for us with the episode. Um, So I will go first. Mine is I will treat my body with respect and nourish it with what it asks for. (laughs) That's a good one. But I feel like she cheated and looked at my card. (laughs) Not the same thing, thing, but I have two again. It's like a comma. So mine was, I allow myself to feed my body colorful and nourishing foods. I allow myself to heal through diet. Wow. See, we're here. In sync. (laughs) Um, But on that note, we are definitely out of here now. See you on next episode, episode four. Can't wait. What's up, y'all? I hope you enjoyed episode four, The Green Goddess Talking All Things Chanel. Before we end this episode, I could not leave without giving Chanel a very special happy birthday shout out. This episode is dropping on her birthday weekend. Chanel, my business bestie, soul sister, friend, I am so proud of you, proud of everything that you've done, everything that you're doing, and everything that you are going to do. To all our listeners, make sure you go to our official Instagram and give Chanel a birthday shout out. I hope you enjoy your day. Enjoy your weekend. I love you. Thanks for listening. But before we go, let's end on a peaceful note. Chanel, want to take it away? All right. Let's take a deep breath in. And out. Can we do the thing? Let's do it.